Alright guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to talk about the Ben Simmons drama. Dun dun dun! So, currently, the Sixers are looking into moving Ben Simmons. Not a shocker at all. Um, It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of one at this point. A lot of teams... Um, are looking at the the relationship between Ben Simmons and the Sixers as done. There, there's no. The Sixers even said it. They're they're not even gonna try to repair the relationship because it, it it's just too much to try to fix. And with the season starting in what two three weeks, two weeks starts. Actually, no, I think it starts next week. It starts, I think, the nineteenth. Let's say, is is it? Let's see. What's the opening night schedule? October nineteenth is the first night. Of that new NBA schedule. That night it'll be 7.30. It'll be Brooklyn and Milwaukee. In a Eastern Conference rematch. 10 o'clock it'll be Golden State and Los Angeles Lakers. Which I think we all know who's taking that dub. Obviously the Lakers. And the Sixers don't play till. That. Wednesday October 20th. They play at 8 o'clock against the New Orleans Pelicans, which if they lose that game, we're automatically starting off on a bad note. And we do not want to do that. But our first our first home game will be against Brooklyn. Oh, my God. We're going to get killed. Our first home game will be against Brooklyn. Which should be a great game. Should be. It's going to be a great game. Depending on how Ben Simmons plays. Um, But let's look at the latest news on the Ben Simmons drama. So yesterday, per Shams, Portland Trailblazers turned down a trade offer from the Sixers. I'm going to let you know this night right now. It did not involve Damian Lillard. The trade was... The trade, Philly asked for three first-round picks, three pick swaps on top of C.J. McCollum. Um, that right there is a ridiculous trade offer, but I, I, I can see what um, Daryl Morey is trying to do. Do, do I think it's going to work? Possibility. Do I want it to work? Hell yes. I want a, I want a crap load of picks for Ben Simmons. First round picks, definitely. Because guess what? We use them first round picks. Package them together with a couple of our players. You're looking at another star. Or another solid bench piece like Terrence Ross. Or, you know, another solid bench player. Who could essentially strengthen the Sixers 
bench. But another... So let's see the latest buzz. Um, okay. So he refused to report to training camp, which means the organization is withholding 25% of his salary and going to fine him. And according to Keith Pompey, Simmons already emptied his three-bedroom condo and it's on the market. So his 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 Philadelphia house is on the market. Um, is he going to be on the team come open night? Possibility. Do I think the Sixers are going to probably take anything at this point to try to push him out before opening night? Yes. Um, but the latest news, the Pacers are a top destination for Ben Simmons. The Pacers are among the teams who have talked to the Sixers about a potential Ben Simmons trade. Karis LeVert was among the players brought up in those communications. Now, my thoughts on that. If I'm Daryl Morey, I want Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon, and at least a first-round pick. Because guess what? You put Malcolm Brogdon at the point guard spot, you can essentially start Karis LeVert over... um, Danny Green. You can have Danny Green come off the bench. Or you can start him over Seth and have Seth as a shooter coming off the bench. Because right now your starting five is most likely going to be the same as last year. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Seth Curry, Danny Green, and Tobias Harris. Now, if they pull off that trade, your starting five is looking as Malcolm Brogdon, Joel Embiid, Seth Curry, Danny Green, and Tobias Harris. And then you have Karis LeVert coming off the bench, which... I would put Danny Green on the bench. Worst comes to worst, I would put Seth on the bench because guess what? You put Seth on the bench, then you you have a you have a great shooter coming off the bench. So when your starting five goes to sit down or whoever goes to sit down, you got Seth to come in and back it up with his shooting potential, or not his potential, but his shooting percentage. So you're looking at possibility of. Then you have that first round pick, which you could essentially use in a trade. Or, you know, potentially draft someone. Now, the other news, because of the news with Kyrie Irving and him not being vaccinated and him not being able to play any home games for Brooklyn, the Sixers are not exploring a Ben Simmons-Kyrie Irving swap. I... I as much as I would appreciate it, because Kyrie Irving would fit in Philly really, really well. Um, what's to say Kyrie gets traded to Philly and then he retires? Then we're screwed. And um, you know, it, it's really, it's really a lose-lose situation right now. But Bleacher Report put out this ridiculous trade-off for the other day that I honestly think I would take. Sixers get Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal. Automatically, I'm in love with this trade. Two superstars in the league who fit our team in every way possible. Brooklyn Nets get De'Aaron Fox, KCP, and a 2023 second-round pick from Philadelphia. Now, that trade for... 
Brooklyn is amazing. Now, let me tell you why. De'Aaron Fox is a young, up-and-coming point guard who's already has unlimited potential and his ceiling is high. Then you get Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who essentially is another shooter coming off the bench. I, I wish I could say shooter. Possibility of him being a shooter. So you imagine De'Aaron Fox is a, a slengthy, lengthy, fast point guard who can shoot the ball and is averaging almost 25 points per game last year. That is a deadly sight. Portland Trailblazers received Ben Simmons, Harrison Barnes, Seth Curry, 2022 first-round pick from Philadelphia, and a 2023 first-round pick swap from Philadelphia. Now, this trade is good for the Trailblazers in some ways. If they don't care about the playoffs and they want to rebuild, this is kind of a good move to make. Next, we got the Wizards. The Wizards get CJ McCollum, Buddy Hill, Tyrese Maxey, 2024 first-round pick from Philly, and a 2024 first-round pick from Sacramento. Now, this trade is good for the Wizards because you're giving up Bradley Beal, but guess what? You're getting CJ McCollum, Buddy Hill, and then you have a, a young point guard in Tyrese Maxey. And you also have two first-round picks that you can essentially pair up with any one of them three players to trade for another star. Because Washington is not a, a, a what do you call it, a free agent attraction. Then the, Sa- the Sacramento Kings get Kyrie Irving, Tobias Harris, Nasir Little, 2026 first-round pick from Philly, and a 2022 second-round pick from Brooklyn. This trade is somewhat good for Sacramento. Irving and Tobias, they they are two great players, but they're also in the Western Conference. So them two, I could see trying to either force their way out of that team or initially just doing whatever. Now, the reason why I say I want Malcolm Brogdon, Karis LeVert, and a first-round pick for Ben Simmons, I think that's probably going to be the best offer they're going to get from. And the reason why they would have to include Malcolm Brogdon, Ben Simmons is going to be making $33 million this season. Brogdon is who Indiana has already said they're open to moving, will receive $21.7 million, while Karis LeVert has $17.5 million. It, that might be the best deal Philly could get. He He's a, a point guard that can defend, shoot, and score. And he's a former rookie of the year. Well, yeah. He averaged 21 points to go at 5.9 assists, 5.3 rebounds last season, while he's shooting 38.8% on three-pointers. He also made 86.4% of his free throws. That already makes him 12 times better than Ben Simmons. Average 15 po- Brogdon averaged 15.1 points, 4.7 assists, 4.1 rebounds, and 0.9 steals for his career while shooting 38.6% from three-point range over 297 career games. Now, the problem I have with this trade, now, Karis LeVert, he, if he's healthy, he's, he's going to be insane for Philly. Him and LeVert, I mean, him and Brogdon with Tobias, Seth, and, and B, that's going to be a problem. 
Now, only problem is Karis LeVert's dealing with a stress fracture in his back. He's dealing with a minor setback, and he may be available for a start of the regular season. He didn't make his Pacers debut until March 13th against the Phoenix Suns, two months after being acquired in a trade from Brooklyn. He hadn't played since January 12th with the Nets and had surgery on January 26th to remove a small cancerous mass from his left kidney. In five NBA seasons, though, he's never played a full season. As a rookie in 2016-17, he played 57 games out of 82, played 71 games the next season, followed by 40, 45 of 72, and a combined 47 of 72 last season between the Nets and Pacers. Now, I think the Sixers are going to end up waiting until December 15th, which is essentially the day that everyone knows free agents that have signed a deal with their team in the free agency are available to be traded. Now, The thing about Ben Simmons is he has openly came out and said very rude things about his teammates. And I was honestly surprised when Joel Embiid came out and said what he said about Ben Simmons, which... Honestly, I've never seen that side of Joel Embiid. But I'm honestly happy he actually came out and said it. Because he he Ben Simmons needed to know what he said was wrong about the team. But not also that. The fact that he came out and he disrespected the team when... They've been trying their best to, you know, cover up for him, boost up his trade value, and, you know, make him seem like a great person in the locker room. Now, the only thing about that is what he said about, you know, his teammates not respecting him, his teammates not, you know, what do you call it? He doesn't, the fan base turning on him, stuff like that. Now, the only problem I have with that is, with what you did in the playoffs, how do you not expect the fan base to not turn on you? We've been dealing with this for, what, five seasons now? Every year we get the same thing in the summer. We always lose in the second round. Last year was the first round. But we always lose in the second round. And then the day after, the week after, what happens? We always get, you know, the Ben Simmons 
hype videos from what I, from what they call it. Now, before when he was first here, I was like, all right, you know, this this dude's going to be this dude's going to be insane. Like he's going to be he, his potential is insane. And then I'll watch the season. I'll be like, all right, why is he not you know, he's probably, you know, you know what, give him some time. He's going to look into it. Now, now that he's doing it, and the fact that he's hyping it up by you know, doing these open gym videos with other NBA players like this season he had it with John Wall and Every other season, he's you know he's in the gym with LeBron, or he's in the gym with his teammates, or he's in the gym with his his agent, or whatever. But if you notice, he never uses that in the regular season. And that's why Joel Embiid came out and said, "I do not respect the way that Ben Simmons talked about it." You know, we built this team around Ben, which I figured. Because, honestly, if they were building it around Embiid, they would be going after every insanely great free agent possible. But when you're building around Ben, you need shooters, which, you know, Philadelphia has had problems with getting. Because guess what? Every year they keep swapping the roster out. You can't build chemistry if you keep switching the players out every year. That's why Joel Embiid was like, all right, we signed out Horford because of you. We we took the ball out of Jimmy Butler's hands and got rid of him, which was a mistake to put the ball in your hands. And when I heard that, I was just like, so I, I figured Embiid, you know, Embiid and Butler are very best friends. It's you all got, everyone knows from their time together in Philly. They were a great duo. And at one point when I saw the crap with Ben Simmons going on and how bad the team was doing, I was just looking at it like, yeah, Joel Embiid's about to demand a trade to Miami ASAP, and that's not going to be good for the league. But then, Joel Embiid kind of turned things around. You know, he changed his diet. He He's looking slimmer. He's looking more athletic. He's not getting injured as much. Hell, he was averaging 30 on a torn meniscus this season. Kudos to Embiid for putting up with the childish bullcrap from Ben Simmons. Now, Doc Rivers discussed his ideas on the point guard options. Um, Doc Rivers said, Shake Milton spaces the floor better with his shot, but Maxie gives us the speed. Said both are learning how to be playmakers and run the team. Shake is definitely ahead of Maxi defensively right now. Um, the one area I think that might make Shake Milton a better fit is his outside shot. It was it was really bad last season. His percentage took a, a major dip, but he has the potential to be a very capable outside shooter, and he's done it before. In 2019-2020, he was shooting 43% from deep. Defense 
is another thing that can give Shake Milton the edge. His size. But I think the thing that Doc Rivers is going to do, I think he's going to split the minutes between them two. And I, I, I fully support it until they figure out what, you know... what they get in return for Ben. Now, Kevin Hart also came out. He put Sixers fans on blast for the Ben Simmons thing. Came to the defense of Ben Simmons saying, Ben Simmons is a star, Philadelphia man. We're a different city. Look, you got to let players play like they play, like he got there by playing how he plays. Now, granted, this is a three-shooting time in the NBA. That ain't Ben. Now, because of the media and how they position things, well, somehow he forgot about all the good that he did. Wasn't he an all-star? Wasn't he all-defensive team? Now, Hart, Kevin Hart is a lifelong Sixers fan. He does make a great point about Ben Simmons. He is Ben Simmons is still a damn good NBA player. He's won Rookie of the Year, multiple all-star appearances, and all-defensive team selections. Now, other thing that bugs me during this whole thing is Ben Simmons' conduct, you know. Ben Simmons just gives up. They feel like he's not being a true professional. He skipped training camp in preseason, and now he's feeling he's losing money big time because of it. And now he's going to be looking at every game he misses out on. You know, he's not getting paid for it, and he's he's not going to do... Great. Now, one thing I can say is after all this drama, I think Joel Embiid is going to have a great monster season this year. I think Joel Embiid is going to go off this year because of all the drama surrounding Ben Simmons. Now, there's still six teams who are in the running. Minnesota Timberwolves, Indiana Pacers, Cleveland Cavaliers, Detroit Pistons, Toronto Raptors, and the San Antonio Spurs. Now, out of all those teams, if I could pick one to get trade Ben Simmons to, it would probably be between Cleveland and San Antonio. But Cleveland and Indiana will be head-to-head. The only thing that would make me want to trade Ben to San Antonio is if we get DeJounte Murray, Derek White, a first-round pick, and then a, a salary filler, like a bum player, or like Keldon Johnson. That, highly unlikely. Cleveland, the only problem I have with them, we would only trade him to Cleveland is if we take on Kevin Love's contract. Now, I don't mind Kevin Love. He's he's he he would be a good fit. And then we're getting Colin Saxton most likely too. So Colin Saxton is highly underrated. Kevin Love, on the other hand, has a huge contract. And most likely would be coming off the bench. Because now that would strengthen our bench big time. But 
It just depends on what Ben Simmons wants. Now, he's willing to play in Sacramento. I want De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hield, and a first-round pick. Done. But that's it for today on David Sports Talk. And I'll be back with more episodes soon. Like I said, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, if you guys still know what that is. And give me your thoughts and opinions on what you want next future episodes to be about. And anything else you guys want to talk about. I'll see you guys on the next episode, though.